Welcome back to another episode of Off The Grid. I'm your host, Kaylee, and let's just dive right into it. Spa was not at all what we were expecting as fans. The weekend was action-packed and full of rain. All it seemed to do this weekend in Spa was just dump rain. And unfortunately, Spa is one of the circuits that does flood pretty pretty po- uh, badly and because of the elevation changes throughout. So the lower uh, portions of the circuit did tend to pull up a lot of water. Um, I mean, we saw, I believe it was Friday, the, uh, the W Series crash, which that one was, it involved about six or seven cars. Um, and it was just not, not a crash that anyone in, who's a fan of, of racing would like to ever see happen. And it was, uh, definitely, uh, I, I think all fans can say that it's, we're all just thankful that everyone, uh, is okay. And everyone this weekend who ended up going into a wall or had an incident with another car is okay. Considering, uh, what happened in 2019. So, going into the racing uh, portion of it now, uh, Friday, P1, P2. Uh, P1 was pretty much uh, what a lot of fans probably would have expected, except to see Hamilton at the bottom uh, was not um, a regular thing. And, of course, uh, Valtteri Bottas finished uh, P1 at the end of the session. He he has the uh, track record, so it just kind of seemed uh, a given that he would uh, perform a little bit better at Spa than at any other uh, circuit so far this season. And, I mean, in terms of P2, I think the biggest news is Max Verstappen's crash and, of course, Charles Leclerc's uh, crash. Um, you never want to see a crash or an incident like that uh, in Formula 1. You definitely don't want to see it in any other form of racing. And unfortunately, two uh, crashes did occur, but it wasn't quite, it, those two crashes were not quite uh, the the worst uh, that we saw this weekend. Um, in qualifying, uh, Q1, Lando Norris just did a flying lap, just P1, put himself uh, above all the other drivers, and uh, we saw the normal group of trio get uh, uh, get eliminated in the in the first um, section or in the first session of qualifying uh, so Antonio Giovinazzi, Yuki Tsunoda, uh, Mick Schumacher, Kimi Raikkonen, Nikita Mazepin those five drivers were the first to be eliminated and it's not really that big of a surprise um, to see them all eliminated now none of them had any grid penalties, so they all actually would benefit uh, from Lance Stroll and Valtteri Bottas's uh, grid penalties that they had received. So, going for that, uh, then you have, of course, Q2, which Q2, once again, Lando Norris just came out on top, just an amazing fast lap, amazingly fast, out-qualified, uh, the the regulars he outqualified Perez outqualified Bottas outqualified Hamilton and outqualified Max Verstappen. I mean the car was just on fire, and 
I mean, Lando Norris just was making beautiful music uh, with with his McLaren and found himself P1 at the end of Q2. And the, the drivers that we saw eliminated, both Ferraris, unfortunately for you Ferrari fans out there, both Ferraris uh, did get eliminated. Uh, Lance Stroll, uh, who was going to suffer a five-place grid penalty uh, place, uh, fifth P15, so he would start P20. Um, Alonso was knocked out in Q2, um, and then Nicholas Latifi was also knocked out in Q2. Now, ten drivers remain going into Q3, and we're gonna highlight a couple of the drivers because first off, Lando Norris. Well, actually, it was just pouring rain during this session, uh, the the last bit of this session, and um, unfortunately, uh, a lot of water was building up on the track, and the drivers were struggling to to kind of uh, keep themselves from hydroplaning. Sebastian Vettel had said that they should have red flagged the session, and that uh, they should go back to the pits and just wait for the rain to to get a little bit better. Um, Verstappen. I uh, was saying in his team radio that the track conditions were just not ideal. Lando Norris uh, as well was saying uh, how bad the hydroplaning was and just how the track was just not uh, in a good condition and that it should they shouldn't be out there. And unfortunately for Lando Norris, he did uh, find himself uh, in quite a quite a big incident um, on the uh, top of the infamous corner in uh, in Belgium. So, unfortunately for him, it ended his qualifying. But fortunately for him, he did walk away completely uh, okay. So, that's always the best thing uh, for any Formula 1 fan uh, to, is to see a driver walk away from an incident, especially as bad as his was. Um, and Sebastian Vettel, who had mentioned earlier that they should have red flagged the session, was the car that was uh, behind Lando Norris. Um, and he heard over his team radio that uh, Norris had gone into the wall and that there was an incident. And he drove. Uh, he continued driving. He slowed down and he actually stopped. Um, and he made sure that Lando was okay before he continued on, uh, which you gotta love. Sebastian Vettel for that, and uh, unfortunately for uh, for Sebastian Vettel fans, in the uh, interviews on t- uh, Thursday, he mentioned that in six years he will not be racing in Formula One. Uh, so we do know that our time with Sebastian Vettel in Formula One is coming to a- an end. We don't know when, uh, but it does seem. Like, in six years, Vettel will no longer be racing in Formula 1. However, we do know that he will be uh, more than likely driving with Aston Martin next year. Um, For the continuation of Q3, uh, Max Verstappen uh, qualified P1. And then, you know, George Russell managed to... uh, to slide his way in there with a Williams, which 
they call him Mr. Saturday, and there's no question that he deserves that title because, I mean, Mr. Saturday, he was. <clears throat> and, I mean, Lewis Hamilton it couldn't even do better than that. I mean, they're more than likely going to be teammates next year. But the most impressive thing is that Russell, Hamilton, and Ricardo were and and uh Sebastian Vettel were all within so they were all in that two minute period. George Russell out qualified Lewis Hamilton by point zero and some odd seconds after that. So really it was like point zero thirteen that he was just quicker than him by. So it it's literally came down to milliseconds. And Danny Ricardo had a had a couple. Uh, he had about uh, point eight hundredths of a second um, behind uh, Hamilton. But before that last run, he had barely just crossed. The, he was coming up on the finish line with seconds left on the on the uh, uh, qualifying clock. So then he just he went for another one, and he went from P seven to P four, which that was his result for the race uh, because of just everything that happened. Normally, what would have happened is they each get points um, for wherever they qualify in the race. Unfortunately for them, it did not end that way. They each got half a point uh, for uh, depending on what position they ended in, and they just went off of what the starting grid would have been. Uh, so... Lando Norris would have been 10th, however, unfortunately for Lando, uh, he did have to take a grid penalty, uh, so he had to drop down five places, uh, so P15, but he actually technically would have finished according to the FIA after on the starting grid, he actually was in P14 because they had to account for a couple of things. One, Perez crashed. Two, Lance Stroll was at the bottom, so he would have been behind uh, Lando Norris. Or he would have moved ahead of Lando Norris. Or he would have been behind Lando Norris anyway. Uh, so Stroll still uh, is at the bottom. And then Perez, uh, P19, uh, is where they ended up putting him after his crash in the uh, formation lap. But... Then, of course, Valtteri Bottas, uh, you had to factor in his um, penalty as well. And that actually gave three uh, positions, because Perez, Norris, and Bottas were all above in the points. They then dropped below the points, and that actually allowed Ferrari to get... Uh, two and a half points. It allowed Williams to get a point uh, through Nicholas Latifi. And of course, Esteban Ocon finished uh, with three points. Gasly has four. Vettel, five. Ricardo, six. Uh, and then, of course, uh, you get into the podium, which is what they basically determined. So the top three or the three drivers on the grid. So Max Verstappen would have technically won the race, is what uh, they're going to say, through the race results. So he got 12.5 points instead of the original 25. 
George Russell, instead of 18, gets 9 at his first Formula 1 podium. And he did it in a Williams without having to do any laps of actual competitive racing. Uh, he only had to do the formation laps, which I believe they did two uh, formation laps around the circuit uh, before calling everyone into the pits. Um, and then Lewis Hamilton uh, finished in third place. Now, obviously, Belgium did not go the way that a lot of fans wanted, but it did offer a lot of great opportunity through um, entertainment. Because Carlos Sainz and uh, Charles Leclerc, while they were waiting, they decided that they were going to play a little bit of chess. So it was through their text messaging. They uh, were playing uh, their uh, a lovely little game of chess. Um, Vettel and Mick Schumacher were playing uh, some some football in the, I believe it was the Haas Garage. Um, I could be wrong. But they were playing some some football. And then, of course, Lando Norris decided to take a nap. Daniel Ricciardo was trying to keep the fans as entertained as possible, so he tried to do the way he tried to get the wave started in the in the stands. Didn't uh, work out as well as he had hoped. Uh, but for his 200th Grand Prix, it's definitely one to remember. He got fourth without having to race at all for it. Um, I think qualifying was a great um, success for him because qualifying normally isn't for uh, Daniel and. It's definitely definitely was a good race uh, or weekend in terms of uh, qualifying and then um, some lovely entertainment. Definitely a unique 200th Grand Prix, a unique 50th Grand Prix for George Russell and Lando Norris. All these drivers have probably got to walk away saying that this was one of the most interesting races of the season. Definitely one of the most interesting races that Formula One has seen in a while. So... Uh, Unfortunately, we didn't get to see the checkered flag in full effect for a race day, but we will have that opportunity when we go to the Dutch Grand Prix, and that will be, of course, in Max Verstappen's home country, the Netherlands, where his orange army, I'm sure, will be there in full force. So, you can follow us on Twitter at F1 Off the Grid or follow or or check out our website F1 Off the Grid dot net. Join us next week where we will break down that lovely Dutch Grand Prix.